Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. Chapter 7, Gnana Vignana Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge and its application or realization or wisdom, whichever way we define the word Vignana. Vignana, Visistagnana, the special knowledge. Knowledge becomes special when we apply it. So it's an application of knowledge is Vignana. At the end of the last chapter, Bhagavan gave a hint about what we'll be discussing in this chapter, where he says, Among the yogis whose inner self merge with me and worshipping me with faith is the greatest yogi. So first of all, Bhagavan told Arjuna in the last six chapters that become yogi. Sarva Sankalpa Sanyasi. Yoga Rudhata Duchyadi, one who is completely devoid of all sankalp, all fancy of mind about what can give me happiness and where my happiness lies, is such a person as a yogi. So the advice of Bhagwan to Arjuna and all of us to become yogi so that you can remove this parallax between tat and tvam. In our understanding of myself, I am this limited being, this consciousness confined in this body, mind, intellect in me. And Bhagavan says, your consciousness is no different than the supreme consciousness, which is all-pervading. That parallax I have to remove. I see these two selves, myself and supreme self. How do I remove this parallax between these two and make it one is the goal. So the Bhagavan said to meditate on the Supreme Self. Right now we are meditating on limited self. We are constantly in the state of Samadhi that I am this limited being and therefore I am in love with it. I love myself. Everything I do, everything I accomplish, I am very proud of it. So Bhagavan said that's because you are in the constant Samadhi of being this limited self. You now have to contemplate on your Supreme Self, which is God. Brahman, the Ishwara, whatever name we give him. The problem is we really have no idea about what that self is all about. We have heard about it. We have been indicated by Bhagavan in the second chapter. But how can I devote myself to it? To devote myself, I have to have devotion. And devotion is nothing but love for the divine. And love is nothing but identification. Identification only comes, I have, I have complete understanding or knowledge about that a thing or a being. More I know about that thing or a being, more I identify with it or him or her, then more I love that person or thing or a being. So to merge myself, to love the divine, to devote myself to the divine, I need to know the nature of that divine. So Bhagavan has devoted the entire chapter 7 for those who have reached that state of desire, Mumukshatum, that I need to be one with that. Bhagavan 
has given in the first three verses, introduction. He says the three qualities you are going to require to achieve this. Mai asakta manaha. Mind should be in love with me. Asakta. One asakta, one who has the attachment. So mind should be attached to him, the Supreme. Mai here, Bhagavan, the Supreme. Yogam Yunjan, who has become yogi, just has been described in the previous chapters. Sarva Sankalpa Sanyasi. And Mat Ashrayaha, who is taking refuge only in me. Who knows that his liberation, his ultimate happiness lies in identifying with that Brahman only. There is no other source of long-lasting, everlasting happiness. All other things can give me temporary joy, but not long-lasting happiness. Oh, Sansayam, without doubt, I will tell you how you can achieve that. So Bhagavan had given indication. And the very first indication he gives us is that where to find him in this world. So we never see Bhagwan, never come across in my transactions anywhere. Where is he and what is he? Say? So, Bhumi apaha analaha kham vayuhu mano buddhi evacha ahankara ityamme binna prakritihi astadaha. This is the first verse each seeker can relate to and contemplate on. Bhagwan said, You see me every day. Everything that you see, hear, touch, smell through your senses is nothing but me. Everything in this world is made up of these five great elements. But these five great elements do not create any experience unless there is a knower. So to create the sense objects out of these five great elements, you need a knower. And the knower is Mana, Buddhi, Ahankar. These five great elements create the sense objects which are knowables and these three mana ahankar creates the knower. That which will know the sense objects. So corresponding to these five great elements we have the five sense objects sabda, sparsa, rupa, rasa, ganda. But they all reside in my mind. We know from physics that the particles and atoms, they do not have either color, shape or, or or smell. But we see the color, smells, perceives. It's all in our mind. So this mind is the knower. It creates the sense objects to enjoy. Itime binna prakritihi astadaha. This world of knowables and knower and the experiences and exchanges between the knower and the knowable creates this lower prakriti, the eightfold prakriti of mind. So know that anything which you see, anything when you touch, anything which you hear is nothing but me alone, my manifestation only. This is the very first exercise one can do that every time he sees, he should remember that it is nothing but his manifestation and nothing else. There is no other thing. And then he says, apara ayam iti Anyam, Prakriti Vidhi Mebara. So we may come to the conclusion that if I put all the things in this world together, then that's Bhagwan. Bhagwan says it's not like that. It is like if I have all the parts of Tesla in boxes, 
I can put a Tesla together. You need something else to make Tesla what Tesla is. So it says, Apara ayam itutu anyam prakrutum vidhi me param. This is my lower prakrutum. Lower prakrutum is the grosser manifestation. It is something which can be perceived by senses. There's five elements which we have described. I can see through my senses. Now the scientists can say, oh no, Neil, they were not knowledgeable. There are more than 100 elements. But these elements are related to my senses. More the sense perception, the grosser the element is. The space is the subtlest because you can only hear through the space. There is no other perception of space. But the Bhumi is the grossest because it can have all five perceptions. Starting from Sabda, Sparsa, Rupa, Rasagandha. Bhumi is all five of them. Space is only one, Sabda. And so on and so forth. So as the more sense perception, the grosser the element is. But one said, this is my lower Prakriti, which can be known through your senses. Jiva Bhuta Mahabaho Yaya Idam Dharyate Jagat But by which this world is upheld, this entire universe is sustained by that element, that is my higher Prakriti. Vidhi me param. Know that there is a higher Prakriti of mine which is sustaining both the knower and the knowable. The knower, the mind, buddhi, intellect and the sense objects. It is only possible if there is a life in that knower. If there is a living force in the lower. That living force is something completely different than mind, completely different than the intellect and the world of perception. This is the womb of all the being. These two prakritis. Lower which is perceptible through my eyes and ears. And now we have additional means to perceive this world. So we have telescope and we have microscope. So we have expanded our senses by adding those equipment. But no matter how far we can go, we'll never be able to perceive anything without the consciousness itself. Even a scientist who knows all about the electron and quarks and say that's the, now the fundamental building blocks, at least as we know, you can only know if he's conscious about etad yoni nibhutani sarvani iti upadharaya. These two prakritis. Lower Prakriti, which is manifest and can be perceived through the senses, can be understood by the intellect. And the para, which is unmanifest. I do not know what the life force is all about. I do not know what consciousness is. I know I am conscious. I am aware that I exist, but I cannot define it. No science is yet successfully defined consciousness. But once it's unmanifest, cannot be described. This undescribable consciousness and describable world of matter are constituting the womb of all things and being, no matter what it is. Aham krutsnasya jagataha prabhavaha pralayaha tatha 
Now, Bhagavan says, I am actually slightly different than these two. I am not just the lower Prakriti, I am not just the higher Prakriti. They are just the womb of all the beings. But I am the source of both. I am the source of both the Prakriti, the Para and Apara. Aham Krishnasya Jagataha Prabhavaha Pralayahatatha These all knowables and knowers, they come out of me and they also merge in me. It is something like the entire world of my dream comes out of my own mind and also it dissolves into my own mind. When I wake up, the world is gone. None of the things. There is no knower of my dream or the knowables in my dream are there because the mind is something higher than both the knower and knowables in my dream. The Bhagavan said, I am the Brahman which projects itself as the Ishwara through Maya, which creates Prakriti and also creates this mind within Ahankar to know I'm higher than this Paranapara Prakriti and I am the substratum for the creation and dissolution of this universe. In our science, we know everything about Big Bang and up to the few seconds after the Big Bang, we just do not know what was the singularity and what was before the Big Bang. That we will probably will never know, at least in our lifetime. The Bhagavan said, you can know everything about your buddhi, but beyond buddhi, it is very difficult to know. Mattaha parataram na anyat kinchidasti dhananjaya. That which is the source of both this world of my experiences and the experiencer, there is nothing more than that. That which has created this life in me, that which I feel as myself, there is nothing beyond that. In other words, there is nothing subtler than that. Grosser the element, I can perceive it. Subtler it is, it is difficult for me. Then it comes to a point where it is unperceptible. There is nothing subtler than that self, the life itself, the consciousness itself. Mai sarvam idam protam sutre manigana This is obviously a very famous verse, a milestone verse that this consciousness, this entity, which cannot be described, cannot be perceived, cannot be thought of, is the source of all the things and being, and all things and being are strung into it. In other words, are supported as this universe. This universe has laws, this universe has, has functions, this universe has activity, depending on this rajas, tamas and sattva, but all that is only possible because of that entity called consciousness. So the metaphor is about a necklace, a pearl necklace where I can see pearls, and the pearls are held in particular formation. And I know that there is something which is holding the pearls in that particular formation, but I do not see what it is. But I know that if you take that element out, the pearls will fall apart, and scattered all over the floor. All is in this formation as we call universe because of that underlying principle which is holding this formation together as my world. 
मई सर्वमिदम प्रोतम सूत्रे मणिगणा भगवान कंटिन्यूस गिविंग इंडिकेशन व्हाट यू शुड थिंक अबाउट व्हेन यू वर्क इन दिस वर्ल्ड आउटसाइड राइट नाउ आई वर्ल्ड इज डिवाइडेड इनटू आई एंड द वर्ल्ड द टू एंटिटीज भगवान इज ट्राइंग टू ब्रिंग देम क्लोजर टू मेक दैट डिफरेंस गो अवे योरसेल्फ व्हाट यू आर मेड अप ऑफ व्हाट द वर्ल्ड इज मेड अप ऑफ इज वन एंड द सेम थिंग my body and my chair are made of the same material called the electron and quarks there nothing else there right now we do not know what is beyond quark but let me know everything in the universe is made up of electron and quarks there no no other thing that we know right now the bhagwan said if you have that vision if you change your perspective rather than i am so different that i am an island by myself this world is all around me like an ocean of sansara that i'm part of this world and the world is part of me your perception your interaction with the world will be different so now these are the things but once and if you keep in mind you will find my presence in this world i told you that there is nothing other than me now i'm telling you when you interact with this world how to detect my presence in this world raso aham apsukonte i am the taste for the liquidity in water the water the way it feels but once the water is water because of me we have seen that dharma of anything is that quality which makes that thing or being what it is there is something about water which makes water water so that thing is me raso aham apsukonte प्रभा अस्मि शशि सूर्य ब्रिलियंसूनिंग which makes sun and moon what they are for me bhagwan said that is me pranamah sarvavedeshu sabdha khe paurusham rasu bhagwan said you are who you are because the life in you the life is gone you are not who you are same way all these things even the knowledge of vedas pranamah sarvavedeshu Vedas are sacred because it describes the ultimate reality which symbolizes pranava om if there is no description om all this eternal reality vedas will be just like any other book at barnes and noble there is no eternal value for that knowledge this knowledge eternal value because it describes om it defines om pranava sarva vedeshu Sabdhakhe, space is perceived through sound. Paurusam rusu, and a man is called man because he has the manly qualities. If he does not have manly qualities, he he may look like a man, but he may be a woman disguised as a man. So Bhagwan said, that which makes thing or being what it is is his or its dharma, and I am that dharma. i make those things i make those beings and things what they are 
because of my presence. Punyo gandaha prasivya. Earth is what it is, the way it smells. Now, we know that smell is basically, is just indication of all those minerals in them. Minerals are from where the entire jagat came out. But I identify myself, mere deski dharti. Why? Because of that identification. Tejascha asmi vibhavaso. And I'm also that brilliance in fire. Fire is fire because what it can do. It gives radiance and it burns and therefore it's called fire. If it looks like fire but it has no heat or radiance, it's not fire. I'm not sure that you've seen it but there are fire places available which actually looks like fire and it acts like fire but if you touch that fireplace it is cold because that fire is actually just a representation for your mind to think that it's a fireplace. Then the heat coming out of the top of the fireplace, which is actually electric heater behind it. And the heat is coming out from the top of the fireplace from the slat up above. You feel heat, but your eyes see the fire behind that glass. So you feel there's a fire in the fireplace and I'm getting the heat out of it. In reality, that fire behind is just a representation in some kind of a uh, hologram. Now you can see the fire you know, dancing around, but if you touch the screen, there is no heat. It's cold. Your fireplace, it looks like fire, but it's not fire. So if there is the brilliance and heat in that entity, then it is fire. And that brilliance is me. Jivanam Sarvabhuteshu. The beings are called beings because they have, they have life in them. There is no life, they are not living beings. Tapasyasmi Tapasviso. And I'm the austerity and austere. That entity which makes me who I am, Bhagavan said, that's none other than me, the Brahman. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschidukha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru